What's up, podcast? This is your host, Bufuz Chowdhury. Is this mic working? Can anyone hear me? That's right. It's a surprised episode of the Ride With Me podcast with your host, Mufuz Chowdhury, coming to you live, not from my vehicle for a change, trying something new, from my home, as I'm isolated, and all by myself, locked up, trying to figure out what to do, how to be efficient, how to make the most of my time, you know, with all the madness that's going on in our country, in our world. I decided that maybe, just maybe, it's a good time to turn on my phone, flip through my phone, try to find the voice recorder icon, which it's been quite a while since I had to look for that icon. But here I am with a surprise episode that may lead to many, many, many more surprise episodes as I'm actively trying to fill the space, fill the void with some value that not only can I pour into this microphone, but also pour into the interwebs for all you listeners that are maybe looking for something to listen to. Something that is a bit more on the positive light. You know, there's a lot of negative messaging out there. There's a lot of fear, a lot of criticism, a lot of harsh things being said out there. And there is tons of resources, far more qualified than I am, that is speaking about the madness that's going on out there. So I'm not going to focus on any episodes that I release about the craze out there. Rather, I'm going to focus on sharing the positive sharing some good news, sharing what's been going on. And the good news being that it's been as long as it is, I don't necessarily need to go out and gather new information to bring back to you. As we all know, it's quite difficult right now with where we are in our life. Instead, I want to focus on sharing what's been happening the last year, episode after episode, once in a while, and coming back in full force where I don't actually want to call this ride with me anymore. I want to call it ride it out with me. You know, we're all in this together. Ride it out with me episode at a time as we get through it day by day. And let's see if I can pick up the momentum and bring back a lot of the energy and value that I used to bring to you quite some time ago. Being that this is I believe episode 116. I didn't actually go back and count, but I think it's episode 116. And if it is 116, this episode would have been my super duper special episode, The Random Thoughts of a Millennial. Did you notice how it took me a second to remember what my special segment was called? Listeners, I'm not going to lie. I was quite nervous. I got a little bit of anxiety, you know, being three minutes into this episode, a little bit of anxiety as I hit the record button. And I don't know why, you know, I've done it more than a hundred times. I put out so much great stuff for you. And over the next few episodes, hopefully I can break down a little bit of where I've been in the last year, what I've been up to and why, unfortunately, I haven't been producing episodes like I used to three times a week, every single week right through an entire season and then some, you know, to a point where I was in the airport and I did a fly with me episode. Well, we're going to ride it out together and we're going to get through it. And over time, I'll share some stories with you. But being that I want to share this 
with a positive spin, a positive light. I just want to get some random thoughts out here into this microphone to make this segment exactly what it is, which is for those that haven't listened to my past episodes, this episode is really about pouring out random thoughts without an agenda, not coming in with a topic, no script, not that I ever have a script, but no scripted ideas, just coming in, hitting record, and spitting whatever happens. Where am I right now? Not in my vehicle, but in my room, surrounded by four walls that are much bigger than my vehicle. A lot of air, a lot of movement, yet very, very quiet. A quiet neighborhood, a quiet house, a quiet room. And I just decided for whatever reason that I wanted to pick up my cell phone device and produce an episode to you on March 16th, which means if you're listening to it on March 16th, I just recorded and I put it out hot off the press. And an experience I want to share with you recently that I've been thinking a lot about that in my upcoming speaking events, and I know when I say upcoming, I may be speaking about events that are maybe not happening for quite some time, being that many of them are being canceled right now. But something that I want to speak about in my upcoming episodes is an amazing experience that I just had recently. An experience that made me realize how important it is for every single person to not just gravitate towards the type of events and panels and conferences that they feel comfortable in because it's their field and their industry and their type of people that they feel like they can get along with. But my encouragement in events going forward, you know, if you come and see me live at a future event, one of the things you'll likely hear me talk about is how beneficial it is to spread your wings, get a little bit uncomfortable, and attend events that may have nothing to do with your industry whatsoever. And recently, I had the opportunity to go downtown to a panel event that took place that was hosted by an organization called House. That's H-X-O-U-S-E. No, that wasn't a typo. It's H-X-O-U-S-E, where the community behind the brand XO, such as famous faces that you may recognize, like The Weeknd, or Lamar Taylor decided to get together and start an incubator in downtown to help other creatives rise in our city. And they've been active for a while. You know, I remember on the day of their launch party a bit more than two years ago, they hosted a concert down in Rebel, a nightclub in Toronto, and I had the opportunity to go down there and see the performance. So they've been on my radar for a while. And I've been following them on social media and I've been actively paying attention, not for any reason particularly, just simply that I was a fan. I just wanted to keep up with what they were doing and I was intrigued by how they were going to use their stardom to build an incubator in in our own city and what that looked like as it evolved. And I came across their Instagram account and I was following that for quite some time. Not sure what to expect, but... I noticed every month they would make a posting about an upcoming event, something that's taking place in downtown Toronto at their location. And they would post about it on Instagram and say free tickets available. Click on this link and go get your tickets. 
And even though the post was like six minutes new, you know, brand new, just posted, just announced, by the time I would click into their Eventbrite page to purchase a ticket for free, I would find out that it was already sold out. And I was disappointed. And when I would read the comments in that post that they made, there was a lot of people that were disappointed that they couldn't get the tickets in time. And they would bring big acts. You know, they would have Bella Hadid there. They would have The Weeknd there. They would have Halsey. They just had a lot of big talents there. Where over and over, month after month, they kept making a post about new artists that were coming down to their panel. And every single time that I would try, something would go wrong and it just would never happen. And that was the end of it. About a month ago, I think a month is a very reasonable time. Yeah, in the month of February, there was a posting that was made about an upcoming event with the founders of House. So we're talking Lamar Taylor and we're talking Ahmed that goes by the nickname The Commissioner on Instagram. And they were both the founders and they happened to be the special guests for this upcoming panel that they were doing in partnership with Microsoft. And, you know, I was about 12 minutes in. I didn't think I had a chance to get a ticket. But just like every other month, I clicked on the link preparing myself for disappointment. But when I went to the Eventbrite page, to my surprise... Rather than it just saying sold out, there was something new that was written there. It said, join the waiting list. And although that didn't guarantee me anything, that got me excited just around the idea of what a waiting list may be compared to just a 0% chance of going to this event. And so I signed up for the waiting list. You know, it was a free event. I didn't even know when it was. I didn't have time to pay attention to when it was. I didn't want to lose my line in this queue. So I decided to go ahead and sign up, put my name down, didn't think anything of it, moved on with my day. I think it was in the middle of a client video shoot where we took a break when I saw it. So I went back to the video shoot and I continued on with my day. And then about 48 hours later, in my inbox, I get an email from Eventbrite saying, congratulations, you have now been brought up to the top of the waiting list and you can reserve one ticket just a single ticket for yourself and then I finally took a look at the date in full excitement only to realize that it was during business hours and I was kind of disappointed but I went ahead and grabbed the ticket because I said I'm going to do everything I can to make it work and I even went as far as book some time off on work to go down and attend this panel again with no intention maybe networking but I just wanted to go there like the fan that I am and see what an event like this looks like and why it's sold out over and over again. The date came by. It was on a Friday. It was in an early morning on Friday in downtown Toronto, not in their building this time, but somewhere close by in a facility called the Mars Discovery District, which is a beautiful building. You know, for those that are in the greater Toronto area, I encourage you to just some, take some time out Go down to the Mars Discovery District. It's not restricted. It's a very public space aside from the private offices that you can't enter. And I encourage you to check it out and just take in how gorgeous the building is. For those Instagram influencers that are trying to get a great picture and need a dope backdrop, I recommend taking a look at this space. I think it's beautiful. And somewhere along the way, I know when I work with another photographer, 
I'm going to go back there and I'm going to try that place out because it's just a beautiful scenery. So I arrive at the facility. They check me in. I sit down. I'm fairly early. And when I say fairly early, about 15 minutes early, but I was surprised that there was still a lot of seats available. It looked to me like that first couple rows were booked and reserved for the members of house. So the, the creatives that get accepted into the program, they call them tenants, which I think is a very clever thing to call them considering the place is called house. And I ended up getting a seat about three or four rows back from the stage. And I can see that there were two chairs set up side by side for the panelists and then one for the moderator, which was going to be a member that represents Microsoft. The event starts and they, although the panelists are not there on stage yet, I can see that there's a lot of people networking and mingling and I'm slowly starting to make my way into conversations just to learn stories and get to know people. You know, just the curious guy that I am. I love listening to stories and I love learning more about other individuals. And what fascinated me the most, the thing that instantly caught my attention as someone that attends many, many business events, you know, many business panels and conference meets many people in the world of marketing, I instantly started recognizing the difference in the audience that this event attracts versus maybe a marketing conference. Where in a business conference, there's a lot of people wearing suits. This event, sweatshirts, hoodies, t-shirts, jackets, not a lot of suits. In fact, I'm glad I didn't wear a suit that day because I would have been the only one in that room wearing a suit. But I walked in anyways, and I had a chance to meet a lot of these people. Next, most of these business conferences, the part that I hate, and you know this isn't the first time I talked about it, the reason I hate networking events is usually because you can smell the sales pitch a mile away. You can just tell that the person that's about to approach you with a suit on and that smug look on their face is about to hand you a business card and try to pitch you a business idea or a product or service or something that's going to benefit them and it's not necessarily going to benefit you. In this situation, all I heard was story and collaboration. People sharing their life stories, who they are, what their backstory is, why they're there at that event at that particular time, and the fact that they saw opportunities to collaborate with other creatives. Hey, you're a musician, I'm a producer. Can I make a beat for your next song? Hey, you're into fashion design, I'm a graphic designer. Can I maybe put something together that may interest you? There was a mutual value in those conversations that were happening. Nobody in that room felt like they were doing a sales pitch. It looked like it was just a community coming together and sharing ideas about how everyone in that room could win. And that was fascinating to me. I was very intrigued by that. And it was enough for me to want to learn more about the business. And then I sat down and then the panel finally started. And then the moderator came up and introduced the two guests of the night, Lamar and Ahmed, which I took a very long time to get over the fanboy stage because I was starstruck. There was no doubt it blew my mind. And I sat there and I watched them come together and I watched them deliver one of the best panels, one of the best panels, if not the best panel I've ever seen, where every answer that they were giving was so detailed in terms of someone that thinks like a creative, 
that I was taking notes. I pulled out my phone. I opened up the memo app on my phone. And if you were beside me right now, I would show it to you where you would just see a page that's filled with bullet points that I was taking nonstop with a lot of typos, mind you, because I was typing so quickly. Just so many gems, so many bars, so many mics being dropped moments that I couldn't get over how much I was enjoying it, where I found myself learning so much from these creatives about why they built the business, what their intention is, and most importantly, how someone as a creative that is competing with so much noise out there, how they stand out and create an impact and use that creativity to really stand out in a crowd. And to me, that was fascinating. To me, as a marketer, I found myself learning so much from the world of art and creative that I couldn't wait to bring back to the business world and apply it through that format. And you could tell without a doubt that these two on the stage were just storytellers. That's all they were, storytellers. They talked about the past and how before house was a thing, they made an impact in their careers and others like The weekend and how much that mattered. You can tell that they spent a lot of time planning everything th everything through, but also adapting as things were hitting the fan, as things were not working out the way it's supposed to, they would throw a curveball and try something different and still find a way to get out of it. And then why they built house. And something that Ahmed said that stuck with me was his analogy with being a plane or owning a plane versus owning an airport, where he said the planes were like ideas. You kept sending them off. They flew and then they would land and then, then you'd, you need to start all over again and you need to take off again and again and again. And eventually he decided he didn't want to just launch ideas like a plane. He wanted to own the airport. He wanted to own the incubator that keeps creating this system that keeps launching ideas, this infrastructure that can support ideas over and over again. And I was just fascinated, jaw to the ground, amazed by the way that he explained it. There was so much media attention around this event and I had no doubt that the things that they were saying was going to get quoted over and over again. And it was just a fascinating moment. And you could tell all these creatives that were in the room when they, when we had the Q&A segment where they had an opportunity to stand up and ask questions that they were so thoughtful in their question. They weren't selfish about what's their own win. They asked questions about the creative sphere why it mattered, what they could do with that information, and how it could impact every single person in that room. I found myself ending that event with meeting so many people. We connected on social media. We're sending DMs to each other every single day. I built relationships with a few of them where we already have plans to meet up after this madness out there is over. And I've even had a chance to meet Lamar at that event. And he was just such a humble, down-to-earth guy where he's given me an opportunity to come back and visit the house location and get to know the team a little bit better. And it's just an incredible experience by through serendipity and nothing else that allowed me to get a seat, meet all these incredible people and form some type of collaboration that's coming out on the other side of the pipe. This is the beauty of life. This is fascinating where steps that you take simply out of passion and being intrigued and being curious can open doors, new insights, and new connections that you could have never made 
outside of staying in the comfort zone of your own industry. And my encouragement to you is to look for those opportunities. And it's something that I'm going to encourage a lot of students going forward. You know, when I think about my background, when I used to go to Sheridan College, and when I used to be in the campus that shared space with the art students, and I used to stand in the Tim Horns lineup, remembering myself in a suit because I'm about to go and present to my class. And I had one person in front of me that was in PJs because they were animating and drawing all night until 3 a.m. the night before. And how hysterical it was by having those two dynamics. Over the years, I've learned to appreciate that. I've learned to appreciate that where else in the world do you have the opportunity where you're standing in the same building by as many eager individuals that are in the world of art, in the world of science, in the world of film, in the world of theatrics, in the world of business, all in the same space. Where else in the world do you get that opportunity? And if you're not using that opportunity to collaborate and create and meet other people where down the road you end up working together, it's a lost opportunity that you may regret one day. And for those of you that are already out of school, there are many events out there that still take place around these industries that are not yours. And my encouragement to you is to find them just like I did with this house event. Go down to that event and start learning from other sides of the world. Because when it comes to building a competitive advantage, paying attention to your competitors may not be the best way to create what your competitive advantage is. Learn from others. Learn from creatives. Learn from others that are doing incredible things in different industries and find out why they're doing it. Become a student of their game. Take notes. Implement into your life and see what you can do with it. Because this marketing thing, this business thing, this whatever thing that you're into, you will succeed if you allow yourself, like a sponge, to absorb from different industries that exist. And I'm excited about the idea of looking at more events, more industries, more people that are out there and chime in and give my feedback. You know, when I think about the author industry, before I put my book, before I put my book out there, before I even knew the first thing about publishing my book, I remember jumping into Facebook groups that had nothing to do with marketing, filled with authors that were incredible writers, and I spent all my time helping them how to, how to write their first ad how to create their first Facebook page, how to promote their book so they make some sales, how to use Amazon. I went in there and I shared my value and with no surprise, they came back and they shared value back to me about how to publish a book, how to price it right, how to strategize around the setup and the skeleton of the book and all these incredible things that I would have never figured out if I did it myself and a lot of mistakes that I was able to avoid simply because I went to their environment. I provided value that I knew was beneficial to them, and they provided back to me. The beauty in collaboration is when you collaborate, everyone in that collaboration should win. And if not, you're not exactly collaborating correctly. My encouragement to you is to collaborate with others. Listeners, how is that for a return surprise episode? Episode 116, the one that no one saw coming. Ride it out with me. Let's have some fun. And as I said, I don't have a structure, I don't have a schedule, I don't have a system with this yet, but 
you know, some days get lonely when you're in the situation that you're in right now and you want to do something creative. And I just got a hint of inspiration that I drop one today and many more to follow if I find that a lot of people are still listening. So show me some love, shoot me a message, give me a shout out, send me a DM, whatever you need to do. But let me know you're getting some value from this because, you know, it doesn't hurt to get some love and recognition that you missed this podcast. I've been getting a lot of those DMs and I'm sorry for keeping you waiting, but guess what? Mafuz Chowdhury's back. Have a great one and stay safe.